Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Big day, Thursday night football tonight, World Cup soccer tomorrow. Uh, Adam Carolla coming up. Yes. Adam Carolla has yeah. something to plug. You, yeah. you, you remember Carolla, right? Sure, sure I do. Yeah. Um, big he's news. the guy with the big, uh, frames. That's on his face. Now, that's right? how he wants to be known. I don't know if we, you know, <laughs> help him out there. Brittany Griner though. Big news released traded for the merchant of death. She's coming home. There you go. And I think if I read this right, if Russia loses to Ukraine, we get a new prisoner next year. I don't know how it works with the. I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh, this is good, Martin. Right? I mean, yeah. God, she's going to spend a winter in those penal colonies in Russia. Terrible hard labor. I good mean, for her. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I'd say she's probably overjoyed to yeah. be on the way back home. Uh, but I just got to know where Dave. Where does Merchant of Death rank in uh, nicknames for you? It's pretty good, and I was actually thinking about wonder. Brittany Griner is euphoric for obvious reasons, but I wonder if she's also further flattered by like, boy, I'm worth the merchant of death. Wow, yeah. that's pretty good. Right, right, win, right. Win, you know? yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't. You say euphoria, I can't even. Ima- I get excited over like a last second field goal. That I cover by a half a point. What the hell? What must this feel like to leave that hellhole and come back? Now I'll say this. I think you could be happy for Brittany and her family and also think we made a questionable deal. Am I wrong? I feel like this is like trading with Belichick and like, oh boy, we know we got screwed, but we had to do it. <laughs> with with potentially worse consequences. Uh, potentially, yes. For whatever <laughs> reason. Merchant, merchant of death, right Martin. For whatever reason, my first thought of when I saw this and the thought about that trade was when Kevin Durant uh, you know, essentially was traded to the Nets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they got D'Angelo Russell back, and, and the, the Nets had to include a first-round pick because Kevin Durant said, you're not trading me for just D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that's not the way it's going down. Right. And it's just like, yeah. but good for her. Like, I'm I'm, I'm glad that she's going to be back home. Like, I obviously, Definitely. you got rules over there. Yeah, all right, pal. But, I mean, that's yeah. a bit much. Also, like, this other guy couldn't dunk. So right. Get rid of him. Wonder, yeah, I wonder if Putin, like, last minute, like, I need a little something more. I need, like, a, <laughs> I, I need, like 10 pounds right. Detroit-style pizza or whatever. Like, you know, something yeah. there. Like, me- remember, that was the big thing. Like, oh, you know what the Russians love is our jeans. Remember, that was a big thing when our we were growing ge- up? Our pants? They love to get our, uh, yes. our denim jeans. Oh, You know, they, they want something uh, decidedly American. We had to throw that in. You're no longer dealing arms. You're dealing Levi's now. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna be it. Yeah, some yeah. cool ranch Doritos. Well, I do want to know what we did offer, and then they're like, "No, we want this uh, merchant of death." Wouldn't you want to know what the negotiations were at some point? Like a little, someone a little less horrible. They will figure this out. But anyway, we have Adam Carolla, like I said, coming on. I think he was very much involved in Britney's release, but we'll uh, figure that out. Let's do this Thursday night game, boy. This 
this number is jumping up and down. And Spaghetti, where are we on Josh Jacobs and where are we on Baker Mayfield? Is there anything new other than kind of game I time decision? wrong about Baker Mayfield. It seems like Baker's going to play tonight. Okay. According to uh, medical reports, the John Wolford also has a neck injury, much not as severe as Matthew Stafford's, but also has one, and they're pretty iffy about him. So it seems like Baker, in a two-day span, had to really cram that playbook and kind of get ready for the Raiders tonight. Yeah, well, I mean what he can learn on a Southwest flight from uh, wherever he would, you know, with <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte to LA. Uh, I think he can pack in as much as what John Wolford has figured out. No, uh, nothing against John Wolford. But anyway, this line was seven. It was six. Now it's six and a half. The over under went down a point and a half. It's 42. This game is played at SoFi Shack. Uh, Raiders are favored. I think the stat is if you had gone, if you had gone against the Rams on a two team teaser, you would have won every single week. So maybe that's just the way to do it. Put the Raiders on a two-team teaser and go forward. Uh, who do you like? Don't they ha- don't the Raiders doesn't that number feel a little low to you? The Raiders are on a heater, relatively speaking. The Rams are finished, you know, on I think emotionally they're finished for this year. Their players are, I mean, half their relevant players are not going to be in uniform tonight. And as is famously true, well, infamously true for L.A. football teams, you know, the Raiders fans are going to dominate the Rams. What 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 is it to like about the Rams? Shouldn't this be a double digit number? Literally, maybe, except that they've screwed us so many, so many times. This Raiders team, just when you think they're good for a minute, they uh, they just blast you in the back of the head. Speaking of uh, Russia now wants Baker Mayfield. They want to throw him in. Schefter is saying Adam, we can't we can't throw him in. That's Can we give him Jason Garrett? Yeah, give <laughs> Jason Garrett. Spaghetti, I thought it was upsetting news about Jason Garrett. Apparently, he's in line for the Stanford job or he got it? No, he's in line. There's like two candidates, but it seems like he may be the lead candidate there in Stanford. And as a Notre Dame fan, especially how, and I feel bad for Stanford, who was a powerhouse a few years yeah. back, but lately the way their school academics run, like they're not going to be heavily involved in the transfer portal, which means a lot of Pac-12 teams will pass them by. Good. So I feel Go. like he's going to be in a wasteland up in Palo Alto. Beautiful. That's great news. That's where we want him in a wasteland. Uh, as Sheck said, no Aaron Donald tonight, no Stafford, no Cooper Cup, no Allen Robinson, Martin. Um, so, all right. So, Sheck, you think the line's too low, so you're taking the Raiders? The Mark. QB wasn't on the team two days ago. I mean, what are we? What, what's the like about the Rams? Well, yes, I know. It's not like the coach was on TV two days ago, but I, I know what you're saying. But, yeah, all right. So, Martin, could this game be close? I don't see a possibility. Huh. Like, I, I mean, outside of the fact, like, the Raiders could always Raider as they had the first, like, five, six weeks of the season. But like Dave just said, they are on, like, a mini heater right now. Josh Jacobs is running like a man possessed. And, uh, like, I think just from last Sunday, it's a competition kind of between who had the best catches between A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams. Because Devontae Adams was going off. He's been ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, One-handed catches, flipping around the end zone. You know, he's sitting there, like, you know, I was looking at his stats. He's going to finish the year with like 1,800 yards and, you know, he's right on ta- pace for touchdowns. And it was like kind of the whole story was where was he to start the year? Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Raiders here. Huh. And the Rams are, you know, like they, I mean, Baker Mayfield was the backup to the backup in Carolina last week. And now it's like rushing him in here to start and be the savior of the, the, the Rams. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm not buying into that. Brother Bry brought it up uh, last night on Against All Odds. We, you could have a situation where you have two guys, you have a running back and a receiver with 15 touchdowns. Check, has that happened a lot? Did we check that spaghetti? Did, I think it might have happened with Bell and 
and Brown. Probably not too many times, though, right? Boy, yeah, off the top Marshall of my head, Falk. I can't. Yeah, if they would have overlapped. Yeah, you would think Grady Show on turf. Falk got hit 15 and probably Holt yeah. or Bruce did it in one of those years. Harrison and Edge James, Babyface, you're saying they were close, but they didn't get there? You know, it's I wouldn't be a- surprised if uh, if Air Coriel, if one of those years, Chuck Muncy, Muncy and, uh, added up a ton of touchdowns at the goal line right. and Wes Chandler, uh, yeah. somebody like that, would have, yeah. Kellen Winslow oh, might have gotten right. to 15. Interesting. All right. I'll That's say it. this too, as a side note, assuming that we're right, that the Raiders win uh, straight up here. It's starting to feel to me like legitimately, cause you know, the AFC East teams are going to cannibalize each other. Dolphins are and jets and uh-huh. bills and Patriots are all fighting it out. So they're probably going to knock each other off quite a bit. It's starting to feel real to me that one of these five and seven teams is getting in. Right? Well, this Raiders, Browns, Steelers is get one I, of those guys. I, I know you've, you've broke up with them, but now I'm on your chargers to do it. Who are six and six to make the playoffs. Uh, I think they knock out maybe one of the, like the jets or somebody like that coming down the pike, uh, the Patriots. But, and I was a fan of the Raiders and picked them to win the West and I'm picking them to lose tonight, to lose the game. Not only the plus wow. six and a half, they're 29th wow. against the pass. The Rams are one of those teams. Don't forget. And not like a tank team that has a draft pick. You know, they don't have, they kind of have nothing to play for except some pride. I guess it's going to be all Raiders fans there tonight, but 27, uh, 23. There you go. Car one and six on the road in night games. Lost four straight. 27 20. I mean, oh, every game done by this. Listen, you know, your Thursday night football, 2021. No, no Monday. Here, but. Yeah. Yeah. Monday night is uh, this year for me, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, there you go. Well, I'm not with you. Uh, all right. Listen, wow. let's take a break. Big Rams fan, Adam Carolla on the other side of this break. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, let's bring him in. Our next guest is a podcasting pioneer, and I think one of the very many who have testified in front of Congress and also appeared on The Mass Singer. Here he is, <laughs> the jackhole of all trades, our good pal, the ace man, Adam Carolla is here. What's happening, Adam? Oh, always a good day to see your smiling faces in front of me. <laughs> hey, let me get this out of the way, and then we'll come back to it at the end. I think that's how they do it. You're working. It's called Working Blue with John Popper, January 20th to the 22nd, Dallas, Texas. Pick up your tickets at adamcarolla.com. This is fun. Yeah, we would do a cruise every year, Corolla Cruise, and all the fans would come on and hang out for a few days and get drunk. And we do shows and show some of my documentaries. We do like a whole fan thing. And the cruise industry got screwed up because of COVID. So we're doing kind of a land yacht. We're bringing everyone out to Dallas. Same deal. You know, John Popper will do a show. I'll do a show. We'll do a thing together. We'll do a podcast. We'll do lunch and meet and greet. Never and ever going to hang out in the same place and get drunk. So it's basically a land-based cruise. Mm, a land-based cruise. I love that John Popper, as I know you do. He was um, present at Jimmy's. But that this was, those were the best times, right, Jack? When we watch it, Jimmy's, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy I was just going to ask Jimmy who. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, now that rings a bell. Yeah, he is a great guy, John Popper. Um, when he would come over. Yeah. I, well, I, I remember one time, let me just, uh, it was a Sunday we'd watch football. There'd be about 20 of us there. And David Weinstein, our friend was choked out by Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> and after Roddy yeah. walked away, uh, triumphantly, John was right there making sure Weinstein was okay. So, so you have nothing to worry about, uh, Adam on this land cruise is what I'm saying. Well, you're saying he has a heart of gold, but there's a darker side to Ooh. John Popper because he loves guns. And he sent me a picture of a squirrel with a hole, a bullet hole in its back. And I said, uh, how, where'd you get this, John? And he said, it's a squirrel that I shot. And I said, where did you shoot it? And he said, in my living room. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> oh, wow. That should be the promotional poster, I think, for uh, <laughs> right. for working blue. All right. So that's fun. Well, uh, a quick yeah, question about yeah. Popper, because he's uh, he's the preeminent um harmonica guy yeah. of the millennium ace you get to choose the instrument that you are known as the greatest the world's ever known which one is it oboe ah interesting <laughs> bold choice you knew that about me <laughs> well you, i didn't you're an onion <laughs> you gotta think you know you gotta think about transportation you know what i mean because you could be amazing on the on a steinway but you can't push it through an airport you know mm -hmm. you know what i mean the the harmonica is the size of a milky way and you can go anywhere with that thing at any party and a harmonica you can 
happen to have on you and blow away the ladies at the party, right? You're kind of a douche if you go out to the car and get your acoustic guitar and walk it into Uh, the party. You know what I mean? uh, The harmonica, you can play stupid. You know, you can go, oh, oh, I got it. Yeah, it's here. Why? Should I blow into it a little bit so you can drop your panties? You can surprise yourself by having your harmonica on you. You can't do that with a harp. You can't do that with a xylophone. You know what I mean? You need a trailer. You'd have to have three guys help you push a xylophone into the party, and then the women would know it was a setup. Right. The logic is sound, although I don't know that a harmonica is the panty dropper you imagine it is. You think that's uh, that well, little wild the ladies? Not the way Bob Dylan wheezes into it, but the way John Popper <laughs> okay. makes sweet love to it, that is a panty dropper. Otherwise, John Popper would never get laid. Right. So a portable <laughs> guitar, a portable acoustic guitar is what, I mean, we should be striving for, right? If we can make one of those, that's a... Uh... Well, we, we have one. We have the ukulele. Oh, I see. Yeah. But it's still a little blowhardy, but you can kind of pull it out. But here's an interesting... Tiny Tim did very well with the lady, so I don't know what you're about to say, but go ahead. Here's an interesting conundrum. Think about this man. The guy with the ukulele does pretty well with the lace. It, it's good. It's not great. And then the guy with the regular size guitar, Jimi Hendrix, that's killer, right? Uh-huh. So the guy I always think about is the guy in the mariachi band <laughs> who plays the giant guitar. Because that guy did guitar math. You know, he went <laughs> miniature guitar, good panty dropper. It's all right. Regular size guitar. Woo, that's good. Imagine if I played a guitar the size of a canoe. Do you imagine how much pussy I would get? And that poor guy goes home alone every single night after the gig. He's got it in his mind. No one wants to play a giant guitar. He did it. He was doing the math. It was off. It's like the apple, you know, like you get a nice apple, but sometimes an apple is big and you think, oh, more is better. No, it can get too big. Same thing as a watermelon, you know, it it gets too much. Anyway, I knew I knew we'd be talking about apples somehow. I got a rule. I got an NFL rule change. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I, listen, here's the thing. I'm not into safety. Anyone knows me personally sure. knows I, I, I put no priority on safety and I hate when they limit end zone dances, celebrations, exhibitions, but the firing the ball at the wall, 18 feet in front of you as hard as you can after you take it to the house and or score any form of touchdown. Two weeks ago, they hit a guy in the nuts with it. Yeah. Last week in the KC game, he just fired it and a dude just ducked and it just went over his head. If, if an athlete, so a couple things, the skilled position guys always played quarterback in high school. They always said, oh, this guy was a quarterback. In his yeah. And maybe even in college because they're the best athletes on the field right. in high school. They all have arms. Because they all played all the way through Pop Warner in high school. They played quarterback because they're the fastest, most agile guys at the team. They're running 15 miles an hour and then with crazy aggression, throwing at a wall as hard as they can. The wall just has hammermen and guys holding cords and officiating. It's lined with human beings. You'd be hard pressed not to hit one. They're running 25 miles an hour and they throw the ball. 
And the, the average distance is about 14 feet. If someone took an NFL ball, got a running start, and it hit you in the orbital socket, it would break your face. <laughs> you, there's going to be there's going to be injuries here. They have to stop launching it at that wall that's covered with humanity. I think you're right. I think it's interesting because you're right. So there is going to be a bad injury. And then they're either going to do what you say, do away with the spiking at the fans or put another net up. And then the people in the front few rows are looking at two nets, essentially. Right. When there's a field goal attempt and then uh, when there's a touchdown celebration, the people that are in the eye in, in the bullseye are the guys on the field that are just standing by the seven foot tall. All oh, right. The yes. ball usually goes right. It rarely gets up into the crowd. It goes straight. They launch it straight. Like they're just throwing a baseball mm-hmm. and there's some guy there from Fox sports with a windbreaker and they have to duck as the ball goes. <laughs> sailing. Well, wait a minute. Why don't we make lemonade out of this lemon? And Apple. do like the Dr. Pepper halftime show thing. And if you throw it through the hole, that's the extra point. Now we don't need to go through all the, the stuff with the K or oh. battle of the network star style. There's okay. a target and Suzanne Summers or Cheryl Teagues is waiting. And if you hit the bullseye, they drop into the water and we're all winning. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of those stars, I don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes it that much. That's a good idea. Back to Apple talk. I think you guys agree or disagree with this. Um, You know, I like to think of beautiful celebrities from my youth that I could have sex with now. Right. Tom Selleck. Well, mostly women, but yeah, they're probably... (laughs) <laughs> probably a couple though Ed Asner died yeah, but see I, uh, uh, Charlene Tilton oh yeah from Dallas she was a hot little blonde firecracker I think she was in Dallas or Falcon Crest you know, one of those 80s shows mm-hmm. I used to watch when I was babysitting I was hot on her she's probably 64 now mm-hmm. put on a couple of pounds I think I could have her <laughs> now you have famously have this thing, this trajectory. What did you call it? Where you cross yeah. off your, your the X factor, the yeah. X factor. I always pictured her as being like four foot nine. Well, G- yeah, Google has it four eleven. Hard to keep the weight off. Right, right, right. Four eleven. They have it. Mark? Google has it four eleven. Corolla was dead on on the age sixty four. Sixty four. You could tell wow. he spent a lot of time. It. You thought about this a lot. I think. I, you, I think the X I factor. Have. I think it took place about seven years ago. I would say. I think well, you're that, selling yourself short. Yeah. The base of the X is in 1981. <laughs> she was at the height of her powers, and I was babysitting my neighbor for a dollar an hour. And so we're at the bottom of the X. I was on right. one side, she was on the other. But as we, as the years wore on, we've climbed the X. I and see. now at some point you hit right in the middle. Yes. I mean, for me and Charlene Tilton, we could have middled out in 2003. You I think I mean? we could make this now work. I've, yeah. A pass it. You, we had Jim, Jimmy, my cousin, Jimmy had Adrian Barbeau, who was, that was your day number one, right? That she was lights yeah. out. And, uh, and she, uh, what happened? Dr. Drew sang to the two of you on the show. It was so long ago already. Yeah. Yeah. I do have that, that recollection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some, look, here's the thing. <laughs> here's a bold statement. I think I may have caught up to Brooke Shields. Oh, I'm just saying. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's happily married uh, and Not she's married to a, to a successful guy. But I'm saying marriage aside. Okay. 
could have possibly caught up there. Okay. What's interesting is you're a huge lover of the love boat. And if the love boat were, uh, were a series right now, would Adam Carolla, would the producers of the love boat pair you up with Charlene Tilton oh. or Brooke Shields or who would be, who would they see as your it. equal? Right. You know? Yeah. You uh, know, maybe go for <laughs> speaking of the love boat i watch the love boat you watch like you every do. night right it's it's, it's, it's it, a very strange thing no i don't i first off i don't watch every night but right. i but if i miss a night i'll watch two of them okay so, <laughs> kind of like masturbation <laughs> not every day but average it out okay so here's a crazy i swear they had some crazy storylines they had from 1981 Mackenzie Phillips played Gopher's roommate who had transitioned into a female. Is that right? Back then? Look it up. Look it up. Mackenzie Phillips, 40 years ago. Yeah. I mean, we think all this transition talk and, you know, transgender, we think this is 10 minutes old. 40 years ago, they did this episode where Mackenzie Phillips played Gopher's roommate in college and now has transitioned and is going on the cruise. And of course, Gopher is like looking at her going, you look familiar. And she's going like, I don't know. Yeah, it was his roommate. Wow. Transitioned. And then at some point, Gopher says, wait a minute. I think I know your brother. I think he was my roommate, but it's still the same person. And then at some point, Gopher gets upset and then at some point, the captain talks him into being a little more progressive and accepting Mackenzie. And then Mackenzie blew him on the Lido deck. And it was really weird after that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But here's Way all to I spoil say. it for us. Wow. Here's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Mackenzie Phillips' agent had to call her at some point and go, I got an offer from the love boat. And then Mackenzie was like playing the young ingenue. <laughs> it's a little more nuanced. <laughs> so am I playing one of Doc's lovers? Eh, no. Uh, who, so um, who do they have? Like Burt Reynolds going to be on there and I'm going to be his wife. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a weird pitch. Right? It is interesting. Yeah. And it must not have rated well, because as you said, the transgender talk didn't come back until uh, about uh, the four or five years ago. Right. Um, I'm telling you, look it up. It is 40 wow. years old. Hmm. Real quick, Adam, before you leave, because I know you're a busy man. Your Rams are done. Yeah. Um, I know you're a big Rams fan, but you're a big perspective fan. You might be a bigger fan of perspective. I think it's 70s porn, Love Boat, and then perspective are your yeah. three, your top three. Um, put it in perspective for the other rabid Rams fans who are losing their minds. You, you kind of traded the future for a Super Bowl. Can you? They can keep quiet for a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean the thing about it is, is all the teams that are doing great, Philly or Buffalo or San Francisco or you know whoever's surging, whoever's only one of them's going to win the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't care. And so when you when you sit back and you think about it, you go, well, how many Super Bowls did, did your franchise have or how long has it been since you've had a Super Bowl? But no one ever says, well, who they beat in the playoffs or who finished above 500 that same season or, or anything. It's just one winner 
and the rest are losers. Uh Whether you ran the table in the regular season and lost the playoffs or you won four and 14 or 13 or whatever, whatever it is now. It doesn't really matter. Soon as you, soon as somebody hoists the Lombardi, you turn the page and it doesn't matter. So with the Rams, it's over. Enjoy the season. Enjoy the playoffs without any of the action or the pressure of, oh, how are we going to do in Tampa right. next week? Just crack a beer and enjoy it. And you got, you got years before people can start pointing your finger because they, you won last year. Fine. Or you won two years ago or you won three years ago. You got a, you got a number of years before people have to wonder what's going on with the franchise. So yeah, Matthew fine. Stafford has about five years bef- t- before Charlene Tilton says, no, don't even think about it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. He knows it. There he you knows go. Uh, Adam working blue with John Popper, January 20th to the 22nd. It's in Dallas. Adam Carolla.com. Sounds like a great time. Thanks for coming on and I'll see you Sunday. Oh, yeah. Always a pleasure. All right. Good times. Adam Carolla. I always wish we had longer. He had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted the thing I wanted to get into with him, but he's a busy man, as you say, is he brags about launching or taking minus three's own Kevin Hench to new heights. Right. Because not because they wrote a script or a number of screenplays together but rather because he advised Kevin Hench to get new frames. Oh, glasses. all right. So this Next launched time. him uh, in terms of esteem. I'm curious about Adam Carolla and his new frames and how they're. Oh, going. yeah. You're they're right. very big. Yeah. They're yeah, very they big. They are big. Um, bigger than a harmonica, I would even say. All right. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll go over the NFL slate. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's hit this NFL slate. I want to start with the night game. We usually go, you know, 1 p.m. all the way through. And, but no, Miami at the Chargers. Another one at SoFi, but really Miami crowd. Three and a half now. It's gone up in 51 and a half. This game was flexed, Shaq. Uh, Broncos Chiefs are out. Not many people talk about, but I think like, you know, when Mahomes, Mahomes is now has a plus in front of his name for MVP. These primetime games would help him if not for the fact that the Broncos suck. So now they're flexed out. It's a good move by the NFL because this is once and for all going to determine who's the better quarterback from that class to a, nobody will ever have anything to say after this. Um, Martin, who we got. Give me Justin Herbert and the chargers and that complete disaster of a team. (laughs) Like (laughs) what an endorsement. Like, but like Miami, we saw what happens if Tua is like, Tua's been playing great this year, and I'm not trying to – I'm not like a Tua hater, and I know he's a very polarizing quarterback in terms – like, you can't just say he's playing okay. Like, he's a fine guy. But I'll say this. If his offensive line is not keeping him upright, that changes the the calculus for the Miami offense, uh-huh. especially with Waddle limited or whatever. 
Give me, uh, give me the Chargers and just kind of like a get right spot. Like this they is, gotta w- start to win some games. And they have too much talent. Yeah, this is what they've been facing all year: offensive linemen out, receivers out, everybody. Now it seems like the it, the pendulum has swung a little. They have a little bit of the the advantage there, although they are a three and a half point underdog. Check. Yeah, a lot of I, I'm seeing that hook in a lot of these games yeah. um, on Sunday and. The Dolphins remain my pick. I am not concerned because when you don't have your two tackles, whether you're two or otherwise, that is going to um, lead to bad things. I think that Justin Herbert and this Chargers offense, people take the 30,000 foot view too often about some of these things like, well, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers this year. Well, remember when Justin Herbert literally couldn't throw the ball at the end of the Arrowhead game. That took him a month or six weeks to get over that injury. He was not Justin Herbert that we've come. He's back. He's back in form though. He's starting to run the ball. He's really Uh driving the ball. Now I'm going to take the chargers as a home dog. Yeah. I like them to make the playoffs, as I mentioned earlier, plus 145. I think the dolphins slide a little bit here, but I do think it's like a last possession type game. It's a, a, a fantasy frenzy, if you will, 35, 33, that dolphins defense I mean, we'll get to him in a second, but Brock the Rock was dealing. Yeah. That Dolphins defense. They're 25th in scoring defense. So Chargers isn't much better. I think they're on the field more than any other. I think I read they're on the field more. So the the quick strike offense actually might help the Chargers defense if you get some picks in there. Uh, But anyway, 35-33 Chargers. uh, Sheck and I taking the underdog Chargers. All right, 49ers and Bucks. This has settled a little bit, Sheck. But Sunday night, I saw this line at six. Brock Purdy over uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. It went down to four. It's now three and a half. Which way are you going? I don't know if this counts as a hot take, by the way. So Tom Brady has a new girlfriend. Oh yeah. An I underpants see that. Model. I, I only saw that from you. Is that <laughs> that's true? I, I mean, I found it online. I didn't make it up. Right. I, I don't know if that's a rumor. I, I mean, think he's dating an underwear model, which is the greatest thing since the first time NFL fans became aware of him was when he famously was in his underpants at the combine. Right. Rumors but, swirling that Slovakian blonde bombshell model could be Tom Brady's new girl. Let me take a look. It's all over this, all over the headlines. So uh, I knew she'd be hot. I knew it. I'm seeing her now. <laughs> I freaking knew it's spaghetti. I didn't say it to anybody, but yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Good for him. I'm going to take the goat against Brock Purdy. How about that? Mm-hmm. Is that that crazy to say at this point? Yep. No, it's not. Because I think a lot of it was predicated on, man, my life has been, uh, uh, you know, more practically the offensive line being a disaster is bad for a 45-year-old man. But I also think that there was something to legitimately like, man, my life, my personal life's falling apart here. I'm getting divorced and the disruption of all that. If he's coming through clean on the other side personally and he's those hugs that he's starting to do every week with Byron left, which starting to come together. They're not a good team. I wouldn't be scared if I were your Cowboys. I don't want to catch them as my wild card team. But either way, Buccaneers over Brock Brock Purdy. Enough. Enough with these making excuses for him. This is the second time Brady's faced. I'm sorry. He's been an underdog versus a rookie quarterback. The other. Vince Young, 2006. He was a three and a half point. Uh-huh. The Patriots won 40. What do we, what, how many times do we have to be told that Michael Jordan and guys like this, these ultimate competitors, they need something. They need yeah. a chip on their shoulder. 
I'm wait, I'm an underdog to Brock Purdy. Oh, I got to remind everybody who's boss. Yeah, but I hate, but we all watch the Buccaneers for two and a half hours a week and think this is a bad team, yeah. right? And then they come back. Uh, just the same though. I'm, I'm with you. 17-16 final. I'm taking the points. Martin, I think it's a game similar to where they played a couple of weeks ago where the 49ers let your team in there, uh, the Saints. And it was like a fumble at the goal line. Otherwise, they could have covered. They were close. Maybe even could have won. But anyway, I'll take the three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm, I'm riding with Brock the Rock Purdy. Let's go. Let's go. Mr. Irrelevant. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my ultimate test case of what I've said the longest time. If you don't have a quarterback, if you don't believe you have a quarterback, why don't we not hype everything else up around this guy right. and just literally all you got to do is walk in a straight line. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Garoppolo sometimes had trouble doing that. And when he didn't, they got him to, got to the Super Bowl. This right here is, is, is my test case. I bet the team was going to win the Super Bowl with Trey Lance as a quarterback, sight unseen. Yep. Right? And I, so here we go. Let's go, Shannon. Let me put this Make into perspective for you to belabor the point that I keep making. A lot of perspective today, huh? Joe Dude. Montana to Jimmy Garoppolo is a shorter drop-off than Jimmy wow. Garoppolo to Brock Purdy, and it's not really very close. Wow. Brock Pur, what is this thing of like Kyle? Who is it? What wizard do you think Kyle Shanahan well, is? No, but you, under, you understand. Purdy, uh, you understand uh, if you're at all taking the 49ers. I know Martin went a little overboard there with the Brock Purdy love, but you're banking on the Niners yeah, defense. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, bet, I'm betting on the Niners defense, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and as long as Brock yeah. Purdy doesn't, I don't know, run out the back of the end zone as we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo do, or right. throw interceptions with his eyes closed as we've yeah. seen Jimmy Garoppolo do, he might be able to figure it out. There's tape on this guy handing off, though, Martin. I don't know. There's That's a lot of tape it, on him dropping back and giving the ball. I'd to be mad if I were Jimmy G or I, everybody likes to feel disrespected <laughs> this millennium. He should feel disrespected. Like you think I'm like that. Nah, well, if Jimmy G can do it. So can Brock Purdy. That's a slap in that guy's face. Jimmy G. I guess he would. How would Jimmy G have been a five and a half point have, favorite? Here? I don't have Jimmy G in high regard as a quarterback. I think Jimmy G's a backup quarterback. He's a throw away from winning a Super Bowl, man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about, um, Let's talk about this Lions Vikings game because people are going a little nuts here too, Shaq. Mm -hmm. The Lions are, are the Vikings ten and two. I'm everybody's got twelve games. Vikings <laughs> are ten and two. I get confused, and it's they're getting here. points from a sub five hundred team. It was two and a half. Now it's, it's fishy, two. right? Fifty two is the, the over week. under. I'm taking Minnesota. I know everybody's a Harry's all over. It's his bet of the week and this and that. I I like it twenty eight twenty three. Let's not forget why. The Lions are sub 500. They're 31st against the run. They're 30th against the pass. This stuff matters. They can be fun to watch and not successful on the field. And say what you will about the Vikings. They figure out a way to win these one-score games. Lions are 2-5 and five in one-score games. 28-23. Give me Minnesota. Check. The obvious pick here, it feels like, is over 52, which feels real low. I, um, I went under. I went just given, under. Given yeah. what you, you just went over there. But yeah, I, I I have to take the Vikings here. This this is no jive that they're, uh, you know the they they have allowed more points than I expected them to this year. Ergo, I say bet the over here. But yeah, the Vikes are legit. The Lions are a fun story and nothing more. Martin, you gotta you setting yourself up for disappointment again? No, I'm taking the Lions. Yes, you are. I'm taking the line. The answer is yes. I bet him on Sunday, though, as a dog, which helps nobody now, except for me. But, yeah. Oh, Sunday, four days ago, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when, you know, when you guys were guessing the line. Right. Like, hey, hold on a minute. 
Let me go lock that in right here. Yeah. The last time that a team with its starting quarterback in place and an 80% win percentage was an underdog against a team who was under 500 straight up in December was 2004. Michael Vick and the 9-2 Atlanta Falcons were one-and-a-half-point underdogs in Tampa to the 4-7 and seven Bucks, who won 27 to nothing. So the 9-2 team got blown <laughs> out. So that's a Harry stat for you. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of Harry going on. <laughs> I don't uh, even know. Like, sometimes we come up with these stats. I don't even know if the coach would go uh, rally the team behind that. Oh, no, nah, absolutely yeah, not. That's, <laughs> but Boy, the thing I do think that with the Lions – is Amon Ross St. Brown to, is emerging as a top guy, tier one wide receiver. Is he healthy? I think he's going to be a going. I think he, I, healthy. I think he's nicked up a little bit, but you think he will play? Him and if Jamison Williams on the other side of that offense, that is right now one of the better duos to throw to be catching passes in this league. That right, I think that gives a lot of cause for concern for the Vikings defense, which has been kind of iffy, I'd say. All right, forward. Let's go to your game, Shaq. How gross, by the way, I have to just say, as always, that these two NFC <clears throat> teams are playing in a dome. Disgrace. You don't like that? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Let's uh, go to my game. It will be played it. outside. It is as outdoors. It should be. This is a fun one. Uh, two and a half point favorite the Steelers are against the Ravens. 36 and a half is the over under. I heard you on minus three with Nick Casas uh, talking about that there's, uh, there's an actual score. You can pin this to, right? And I think you raised it a couple points. Yeah. Why did you raise it? Inflation. I see. It used to be <laughs> that for, I think for the first like 20 something years of the Raven Steelers rivalry, every score was 13 to 10. The only thing you had to figure out was which side was going to be on top. Now, because of inflation, it's now 2017. Every time these okay. two teams play, who's going to come out on top? I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. You like the Steelers. I don't lie. I don't know what to feel, but I like, listen, I'm swept up in the emotion of it. This is getting fun. It's fun, but the most reliable player on the field is Justin Tucker. And I, I think it's going to be him and lots of him. And it's going to be 23, 19 final. You know, the one thing we have to consider is Steelers are 26 against the pass. So Huntley, while he's got junk to throw to should have as easy a time as he's going to for the next couple of weeks. Should he be How out that there? Sentence start though? Huntley, what? You said what well, he has junk to throw to. He has Mark yeah, Andrews all right. and and the equivalent of the three of us yeah. to throw to. Steelers one and eight against the spread. Last nine games versus Baltimore. That's oh, a favorite. Goodness, that's a disgusting number. Thank so you. bet bet the money line. <laughs> that's gross. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, and golly. This is shaping up to be another wonderful Sunday for tough. me. I can't wait. I'm taking the Steelers here. I'm so out on the Ravens, bro. There are they. I didn't know this until I like I heard somebody else pretty much do the same thing I did on Lemon Pepper Parlor earlier. I just ran through the whole list. Literally, Demarcus Robinson, Kenyon Drake, and uh, and Deshaun Jackson were all cut by the Raiders. Like they literally have the Raiders practice squad as their offensive line, as That's their good, offensive right? unit. Raiders are hot, <laughs> right? Because they nobody, no, none of them are there anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. I think I do think though that uh, things should things should be feeling good on the banks of the Three Rivers though with uh, Kenny Pickett and Pickett. Well, who get who has the quarterback nod? I mean, that's it's not um, you know it's not a landslide, but Huntley has experience now, right? 
Pick and have as much. To maybe it, I wonder who's at the coordinator nod. You're talking about Greg Roman versus Matt Canada, two of the more embattled offensive coordinators in yeah. the NFL. Well, it's funny. At the same time, Greg Roman is also, I don't know if he's, if he's broken off with the, the with Stanford. I mean, who wants to go up against Jason Garrett? Nobody, really. <laughs> um, I, 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 Ronnie Stanley didn't move the line. Um, but he's a full practice and that's a big deal for the Baltimore sure. Ravens, um, to have him in there, especially with TJ Watt, who I suspect maybe isn't a hundred percent since he came back. He hasn't really put up the numbers he typically mm-hmm. does, but overall that pass rush, um, this is the time of the year. I, I don't know why I'd love to, uh, know from Cam Hayward. He has a knack. He's that old man strength thing. He's a natural push other 300 pound human beings around kind of guy. And he, and it, he, it gets traction as the season goes along. I think he's a big difference All right. for them in the second halves of season. Look at his numbers. The last say six or so years, he really has a knack for turn. He's starting to come on a little bit. Maybe we consider deflation because the Ravens have the, uh, I agree with what you're saying. The Ravens also have the second best defense against the run. Maybe there's just not a lot of points at all on this coin flipping. It, it's also within the season. It's hard to sort of account for a player getting better, but Kenny Pickett feels like he's getting better pretty yeah. much every week. Right. So you have to kind of try to build that in. Like, look at the, look at the point totals going up the last three weeks or so. It's not well, Luke. I wouldn't think 19 right? against Atlanta, right? That's what you went into with. They, they finished up. with nine. They <laughs> That's what they landed on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It felt good along the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Buffalo, <laughs> 10 point favorite. Cut that from the show, spaghetti. 43 and a half is the over under versus the Jets. That Von Miller injury. So he's out for the year. I think that rallies this Bills team who are in FU mode right now. I think they're saying we're the best in the division. Don't forget why everybody preseason was picking us to go to the Super Bowl. Now we turn it around. They took care of the Patriots. I like the Patriots last week. They're going to take care of Miami next week. And now the Jets this week, it's a statement game. I don't love the Jets as much as everyone else. I guess Mike White didn't kill them last week, although he did drop back 57 times. So you're going to have decent numbers uh, against the Vikings. Um, Bills haven't played at home in a while. It's been like a month. They were in Detroit forever. And then they went to New England. That crowd is going to be, uh, it's going to be lunacy. They're going to be backing them. Uh, Josh Allen. 13 and five straight up and 14, three and one against a spread from when he faces a defense, allowing fewer than 20 points a game, 34, 17 bills win. And I have a feeling I'm in the minority here. Check. No, I, I, the worms turned. I, I was tis, tisking at betters of double digit favorites in the NFL until recently. Now the double digit favorites are consistently covering that. And it has less to do with the bills and trying to get past Von Miller. It, it, these, I, I know I'm a curmudgeon about this. Mike White is not a long-term answer for anything. He's not an intermediate answer either. He's Mike White. Yeah. The Bills are going to take care of business at home. They're going to win by two times. Come on, Martin. Let's get one game that we're all on. Same. Well, this ain't going to be it. Uh, I'm right with Mike F and White. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? Are you and Brock Purdy and me? Mike White. Brock Purdy, it is tough. Mike White. It is tough I'm, room for bad quarterbacks. I'm rolling with some bad quarterbacks right now. But the thing is, Mike White had that had device. They were on the doorstep. They should have won that game. Braxton Berrios running the Texas route. You know, that makes a ton of sense right there. Like, he's, this guy's a kick return. You want to talk about a guy who's not a long-term answer. Braxton Berrios is not, should not be your primary target. That was a bad drop. Line. You're right. Like, that that game is over and done, and we're looking at this Jets team in a whole different way. Nine and a half points. 
And of course, it seems like I'm always, always, always taking a dog against Josh Allen. And he always, always, always just makes me regret it. But I'm taking the Jets right here. And if they throw the ball 57 times, I will lose my mind. Yeah. Run the ball, Jets. You lose your money. Run too. the ball. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati <laughs> and Cleveland. Check another one. You and uh, Nick went over on minus three, the Tuesday edition. This is now five and a half. It was six. The Bengals are home. 47 is the over under uh, everyone's down on Deshaun. He played a pedestrian game against the Texans. They only won because their defense scored twice and they had a special teams touchdown. I think he's likely to have a decent game. Is that why everybody's down on Deshaun? No, that's it. Bad game. I don't know any other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he's on the field, so we have to judge him by his play I see. and it hasn't been good. Now speaking of not being good, Cincinnati was not good. Halloween night, 32, 13 borrow was sacked five times. I think that's the difference. You got to put Burrow down. He only was sacked once against the Chiefs. Um, and that's why I'm going to take the six. Maybe not sacked five times, but the Cleveland Browns defense, the front seven, keeps him honest. 24-21 final. Because I'm, uh, I, I've taken out a winter chalet on Airbnb up on uh, oh, Mount Pius. I didn't even the, know this. Well, for the season. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's nice to pay a visit up there every once in a while. Obviously, I'm anti-Deshaun Watson's Browns. Um, otherwise, the Browns would be my pup of the week to win this game oh. straight up. Nick Costos is on the Browns to win straight up. I'm going to take the Browns plus the five and a half here. They, they Listen, they have the Bungles number. It is not coincidence that they keep beating this team, that they keep grinding them up with Nick Chubb and, and beyond. I like the Browns to continue. Check is right about them having the number, Martin. 0-4 Burrow is straight up. 2-2 two two against the spread versus the Browns. This is the most losses he has um, without a win versus any opponent, if that makes sense. So, which way are you taking? I'll take the Browns. I mean, the Browns to cover, but I can't stand it. Like, I <laughs> like not only not only with everything that Dave said about Mont Pius and all of that, that game that they played in Houston, like, was the... I watch all levels of football, like like literally high school football. I don't I haven't seen anything like that. So bad. It was so bad. And they're gonna be tied with the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. These yeah, Texans. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I that's it. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking the Browns to cover, but I do think the Bengals win outright. Like uh and the Bengals are they're gonna go on a stretch right here where it's it's gonna be they're gonna be trouble. Nobody wants gonna they're gonna be one of that cliche, nobody wants to play them teams. That's this is gonna be Yeah, but they shouldn't right surprise anyone at this that shouldn't surprise anyone. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They play well at home. Burrow's great. Why why should anyone be surprised at this point by the Bengals? It does feel like it has a ton to do with an outsized percentage of it has to do even in the QB league with the QB mm. because this is a flawed team in Cincinnati. Yeah. And and the answer, why would anybody be surprised? Because as we talked about all August, recent history indicates that if you're the Super Bowl runner up, whatever weird no, stuff what? goes on, you know show the next. I changed my mind. I'm taking the bank. You can't change your I, mind. We're locked I, in. I, I didn't press it yet. Meatballs, fix it. No, no I'm t- I, I, Burrow is 16 and three against spreading his last 19 starts. <laughs> All right. Like, it's just like you talk about quarterback league. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If if I'm gonna be betting on Mike White and Brock Purdy, yeah. I might like I'm not am I really gonna do it to Sean Watson in the same win in the same week? No, I'm going Well, there's just there's a letdown factor after the big win against the Chiefs, by the way. As much as I love them, one in five in their last six against Cincinnati and Buffalo. I don't know if you knew that. 
That's pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking. That's why I took Joe the Burrow. Bungles last week. I told you right. they were going to win that game. I didn't know against those two teams though. That was uh, that was interesting. All right, let's do a check. You open your mouth about the pup of the week. Uh, mine was bad last week, really bad. You had the Dolphins, Martin. Yeah. Who did you have? I can't remember. Uh, I had a bad one. I had a team that didn't even uh, show. It was a smoke show. Whoever it was. All right. So I do want to hear very quickly though, because you touched on it. Yeah. Does Davis Mills do anything for you? With that number, because it did drop briefly, but yeah. it's back to 17. Is it back I, to 17? It does spook me. I was all in on the Cowboys, but mm-hmm. for some reason, I feel like the kid sitting for a little bit and now coming back, maybe. There's still me no reason that it. defense should. Maybe they don't score as much as they did the defense as they right. did it with the Colts, but they shortened the field for sure. Embarrassing Matt Ryan, statuesque Matt Ryan back there. I, I see a similar game, but that is a really big number. And like, like you guys brought up, the Dolphins were up 30 to nothing and the Texans almost covered. So I'd rather just stay away from it. Probably in that 10 to 13. To it's about as close as you're going to get yeah. to like an SEC game. It's exactly right. Yeah. Like, well, you know, they're going to win. It just depends on like when they're going to pull the starters and, right. and, and let the 19 year old kids That's get it. run. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's do the pup of the week though. Sheck. Who are you going with? This is an underdog of plus 150 or more. We've had success in the past. And when I say the past, I mean many, many weeks ago, not not recently. Well, from my chalet on Mount Pius, I can't take the Browns. But if you have no uh, no such issues, the Browns are, are okay. play of the week here on the money line. But as I said earlier, and I'll say again to you, by the way, I also like I also maybe like the Panthers going up to Seattle and really thought about that one. But it is Tom Brady against Brock Purdy. Oh. I'm, taking, I'm taking I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers okay. with the with the greatest quarterback in the history. That's of a fun game against now. Brock Purdy for goodness. That's a fun one now. Rock oh. the Rock. Yeah, they're not going to score much Tampa, but that'll be fun to watch for a minute. Martin, I feel like nobody ruins football for me more than Tom Brady because I'm always 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 rooting against him. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy when he retired. I literally was, I yeah. was in an airport in Istanbul. And I screamed, yes. <laughs> That's what you went to celebrate. Well, it was in in route, actually. <laughs> believe it or not, found out at the same time Brittany Griner had gotten arrested. <laughs> Is that right? It's been a long wow. time. Uh, my pub of the week last week was the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's so, right. There you go. Yeah. I, I do feel better, though. Yep. When you lose a bet like that and then somebody gets fired afterwards, I feel better about losing the bet. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't expecting to. That's right. You know what yeah. I'm Some type of... Uh, yeah, you let Martin down, we have to let you go. You know, that's, that's how I'm rocking. It's like a good punishment to get, like, oh, I lost a bet. Yeah, that's why you have to go to Istanbul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm rocking with... I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. I'm taking the Chargers. They move Tua into prime time, and he's going to get... Oh, it's, All right. It's, it's going to be... Those up. are fun. You I took think. three and a half point underdogs, both of you, to win outright. But what I'm doing is something I did a couple weeks ago. I'm taking a full touchdown Ooh. underdog. No, you're a bad man. I picked the upset of the Commanders over the Eagles. And I'm doing it again, Spaghetti. I I'm doing it, it again. Come here. Come on. Give me a fist. <laughs> he will not. Danny Dimes finds a way to get things done. I'm calling for a Saquon breakout game, much like Washington did against the Eagles. They had like, what, 150 plus on the ground a few Mondays ago. I see the same thing. Spaghetti's Giants. Spaghetti, don't shake your head. Why do you hate your team, Don't Spaghetti? shake your head. I don't hate my team. I just know what this team is capable of. I mean, th- that last week, the tie was so bad for so many reasons. Don't worry but about it. But the number it. one reason why it was bad was the lack of healthy 
NFL level talent <laughs> defensive backs. That's and you have Julian Love running out there by himself without McKinney, uh, without a Dory Jackson. And the worst case scenario is having a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who just targeted the crap out of AJ Brown, who destroyed the Titans bar. I'm just talking about. And then he's also the best running quarterback in the NFL. Yes. Better than Lamar Jackson. He is You're the not best. afraid uh, of Jalen Hurts. Danny Dimes oh played him last year. You were a three and a half point underdog. You won outright 13 to seven. The same thing happens, except it's 24, 19, AJ, Brown play. He disappears from week to week. You're going to get a big game. And because everyone's like, oh, that Washington game, that's going to mean everything. It's going to mean a little less after your Giants pull up the upset. That would be the biggest victory since like their last Super Bowl. It I'm on these Eagles. I'm on these Eagles. I haven't well, figured out. They haven't, haven't won a good game. Out. They haven't won a meaningful game since 2016. And then now to be the Eagles who have had their number for a long time, that's it's bold. I, I don't I'm glad you're confident. Yeah, yeah, I, I listen, I've been down this road myself once or a million times spaghetti is insulating himself. Mm -hmm. This is what diehard fans do. He's insulating himself from the pain in advance. They have a shot in this game. Hey, let me tell you why, you know, and I know you hate the Cowboys and you have to, and I have to hate the giants and all that, but you should hate the Eagles more than anyone else. Remember they screwed you out. First of all, these trades right before you're about to pick the uh, Cowboys were involved in that, that Sunday night game where Hertz only played one half. They remember this stuff. It might be a new coach, might be a couple new players in here. Believe me, this is bold and board material. This is going to be a close game. I think you win. I I do hate the Eagles way more than the Cowboys. Um, that's for sure. And did they you know did. that? What? Spag uh, guy Spaghetti's age all yeah. consider Giants and Eagles fans mm -hmm. who are Spaghetti's age consider that that the the Eagles rivalry, not the Eagles Cowboys. more than the Cowboys. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's because Sal plug your ears, but the fact that the the Eagles have won in the playoffs. Yeah. Giants have beat the Cowboys when it mattered. Giants oh. won Super Bowls, so it's like the Eagles now they won with Foles. That's like totally stunk. Um, and they're just obnoxious. They're just there's, there's too many of them. All right. That come up north. You're not wrong, but I also don't believe spaghetti when he says, "Oh, the Mets don't matter to me." It's like you know, if you're a 50 year old fan, it's one thing. Like, yeah, we they never beat up, whatever. But you know, you're a youngish fan. The Mets have been on par with the Yankees for most of your life. They have. You, it bothers you more than when no. they lose a two game series. I don't. I root for the Mets. It bothers I mean, you more than a Royals loss. I root for the Mets. Like uh, when they're not playing the oh. Yankees. You know, the Yankees won plenty of World Series when I was uh, uh, alive. So so uh, dismissive. Mets haven't politics. Meatball, set that's, them straight. Scream, scream out that you hate the Mets. There you go. That's Meatball screaming. There you go. <laughs> he hates them. <laughs> you can tell. He doesn't get angrier than that. All right. Uh, anyway, you're going to win spaghetti. That's my pop. Uh, mark it down. Army, Navy, Shaq. Let me find these uniforms. Uh, play the uniform song. We haven't. I've seen them. The commander in chief trophy. I don't know if it's on the line. You know what I say before anything else? I actually reached out. We had a good conversation. Oh, these uniforms. Yeah, go ahead. They're a, they're a little extreme, aren't they? It, it shows a lot of range with the U.S. military mm -hmm. that one side is dressing in astronaut gear and the other one is wearing like uh, desert uniforms is what I think they are. Mm -hmm. They're like a first armory division or something like that. A lot of range with our And with there's our, like dirt our specs squad. on the helmet. Yeah. Interesting. And not on my the gloves. Favorite, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, this is not my favorite game. You love it. I'll watch the cannon go off and and, and that's it. You're, you're not... Great. You're not watching this. You're not watching for yes, three I, hours. No, yes, you're, I, you're not. 
I I'm Who gonna watch it. What I love is what I love is we did this. We asked him on a Monday. We did know did this exact same thing last year. Yeah, you you went. Oh, I'm gonna watch children and stuff to dead with. I what what am I kidding? I can't devote every waking hour to it. Do you record it? I mean, you do record games. I do. I do. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you something. (laughs) All you need to know about this game is that the total on it is 30. I know. So that was my next thing. It's 32 and a half. 32 and a half. And this has gone under the last time, 10 times they've played. Terrific, right? Yeah, terrific. (laughs) Okay. It's like a wedge hand. They throw three passes total. It's great. (laughs) It's not football. It's not. How? But but, but what about the fact that they're dressed in the Navy and the white hats on one side and on the other? They're wearing that that, that cool gray getup and they all stay there and they're all going to be in terrible places or some of them are going to be in terrible places afterwards in the months and years afterwards. No, they're not. The Army-Navy game is is the worst place they're going to be. I was about to say, they're at a terrible place (laughs) right there. Yeah. I mean, credit to all of them for uh, joining and, uh, you know, they have more guts than I do. But America. I will say these army uniforms, if you had, if you just showed them without any logo or anything, you're like, what is this? I would say these guys look like they play for the army. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Now the uh, Navy ones, I say these guys look like they play for Ole Miss. Yeah. I'll probably carry on about this on minus three, but spaghetti and I had an interesting conversation or, Oh, actually it was with Matt money Smith. It began when I sat in on his radio show uh, a few weeks back and it's weird that Air Force doesn't get I mean, they're a part of the commander in chief. Yeah, yeah. Little I heard you guys talking about tourney. Yeah. But why are they not? They're the best team of the three. Mm-hmm. They're in the military. Why does no one consider when Air Force plays Army or Navy as big as when Army and Navy just, play? Just tradition because that they're never getting away from the Lions on Also, too, like Air Force might actually win some of these games when they play other countries. Yeah, they might drop back to They might actually and might play a level of football that we have seen, you know, past you, 1980. You know what I'm looking at here, which might be embarrassing, Sheck? France plays England at the same time. Is that going to outrate Army-Navy? Well... If people aren't uh, patriots, it will. Absolutely, it would outrate Army Navy. Oof, that's a, that's a, not, not in a America. Vote. I hope. I'm talking about America. I know that's I what wonder. you're getting at, but I'm I'm challenging oh, my I fellow Americans. France and okay. England are in the same time. Yeah, that's got a pull. One's at eleven. One's at twelve. What a disgrace yeah. that would be if you watch that nonsense instead of instead of watching. The second half of France England is right when Army Navy kicks off. I think. If so, I know you're that. into this, what do you, what yeah. would you guess that? Man, uh, I think it's close. What would you guess that? Uh, what would you think that the World Cup would pull? Like this is a this million? is a Fox game against a CBS game, right? It's yeah. not FS1, right? France and England is going to be on Fox. I think France Fox. and England wins. I think Sorry. that's. A, what do you I think? think what number would you think though? Like twelve million. Yeah, right in there, I think. Right about? If it's if it's close in the second half. There's yeah. no chance there's 12 million people watching Army-Navy. Here's the question yeah. for you guys. Now, I went to an expert on it, Uncle Chaps from Barstool, who was a, uh-huh. a Marine himself, so he's a little biased. But I said, I asked him about this. Who would win in a fight between our military branches? Not fist fight. I mean, like full force, yeah, I heard short you, Matt, of Matt money the missiles, you know. What do you mean? So we take the top hundred from each uh, unit? From no, each- just to take well, full full force short of nuclear weapons. Well, I don't and- know who's got more. Well, I think more. maybe that's your argument to why Army Navy gets all the love. You take away the missiles, what's the Air Force going to do? Well, right. I think they can still drop bombs on you. 
Mm. I'm just talking they can't throw a nuke from, you know, by okay. pushing a button kind of thing. Out. Coast Guard's out. Right. Uh, Marines are, uh, by definition, the toughest, right? I mean, we're, we're brought up to think that. Army the, has the, the most numbers, yeah. but, you know. Well, the most numbers wins then, right? I mean, it's just everybody know. attacks each other at once. <laughs> well, the Navy can be a mile offshore. Oh, I see. And uh, start throwing a uh, lobbing some crap in on you, you right. know, before that anyone. Well, else then I got to go Air Force because there'll be thirty thousand. Yeah, it's easy to punch down. Well, yeah. here's why the Air Force already has self esteem issues, or maybe oh, exacerbated theirs. Is they're the Air Force, right? Planes and all that, and and what's Top Gun about? The Navy, right? What, what, imagine what, 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 are we, what are we here for? Yeah. Hollywood. Why you made them do about the boats. And when they go down in a submarine, cover them. But when, well, we own the skies, you know, what are the air force movies? I'm trying to think. Um, well, oh, there is a movie called air force, right? Dunkirk is an air force movie. Yeah. Pretty I good. would love to be, Born, if uh, I had to join a Born branch, Legacy. I would join Cuba the Navy. Junior was in an air force. I can't remember the, uh, war games, Red Iron man. That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. We need that. It needs a new publicist, the Air Force. But I wouldn't want to be in the Navy. I'd like the Navy for Annapolis would be cool if I went to the Naval Academy. Mm -hmm. That's a great town and everything. But you have to wear those white bell bottoms. Wow. That would be. I don't like that. I wouldn't care for that. Are you familiar Uh, with the Blue Angels? hmm. Yeah. They're also a Navy. Found that out just now. Hmm. I would have lost that bet. I would have thought they were Air Force fighters. See? All right. Listen, check um, his knowledge is not just it's not it doesn't stop at the. You know, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines. He has made a list now of the best player positions, the best position players by team, by franchise, by franchise. Sorry. This is on sidelines.io. This was a tremendous undertaking, I have to say. But before we even get to the uh, validity of the list, I have to say this is this must have taken you months. This Literally years. I would peck Top away 100. at it. I would peck away at it. I The debate started for me with what is the single best position group? And it's a very small group. I love debating who has the better quarterbacks in history, the Packers or Niners, Montana, Steve Young, um, uh, YA Tittle. This is a great list. And, and so on versus Rogers star Favre and so on. And then, you know, Lakers centers, obviously you had Kareem and you had Mm -hmm. Wilt and, and so on and Shaq. And then the Pittsburgh Penguins center Iceman, <laughs> Lemieux, Crosby. What are you shaking? Because your head I think you did yourself a disservice because people are like, oh, this could be an interesting idea. And then they say, oh, number one's the Penguins. All right. What, I'm going to go. First go of all, re- I, had go the Lakers, I had the Lakers centers until recently, but based on career deeds, I jet, uh, literally within the past year elevated the Penguins to the top spot. I've now expanded it to a full <laughs> 100. Well, so I think, though, did you. In your head, did you assign a point value to everybody? So, to me, like there, you, you you whiffed on two. I think the okay. Yankees center field, as uh, yeah. much as I hate the Yankees, needs to be moved up from twelve to maybe one or two, really? because DiMaggio and Mantle are two of the top eight or nine position non pitchers in baseball history. So you have to give numbers. I know. I hear you. So I think like. I don't know. I, I know. Go you're, on. You're, I'm, well, I'm fascinated well, you're just trying exactly. to piss people off with the Penguins. No, I, 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 I sincerely no, am not. not. No, Here's the logic. Go ahead. Even if you're a Hall of Famer level guy, mm-hmm. they're not equals, right? Um, Mario Lemieux to me is the best, but okay, fine. I'll accept 1A to Gretzky is other people's choice. 
Sidney Crosby is another one of the top five players. Two of the top five players in the sports history. I don't know. Is that true, though? Is that yes, even that true? that is 100% Top true. five? Now, Connor McDavid will replace uh, Crosby oh, in all on. likelihood. But if we're oh. talking to certainly if we're talking about forwards, Crosby's place. He's not there. even in capital letters, Crosby. I'm not even. Well, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Oh, that's going to be oh, in the, the Hall of Fame. Oh, all capital. But then beyond that. Yeah. Ronnie Francis is one of the top 25 or 30 center icemen uh. in history. And Gino Malkin is one of the top 40 or 50 center icemen in NHL history. What are we even talking about? Because that? Wilt, Shaq, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are three of the top 10 or 12. So I, I but think... But Wilt didn't spend the entirety of his career now. Well, you That's got Trottier on there. I mean, come on. Anyway, he was the third center for... Th- third line center for two cups. I, I don't count him nearly as much as I do uh, the other guys. I, I want hey. Martin. Well, that's what I mean. You have to assign a point. I, I think you're assigning point values in your head. I think. Kind of, yeah. All right, Martin, and then I want to hear Eddie, too. I, I, I just like where some of the cutoffs are, right? Like, for example, Cowboys running back, you know, Murray makes it, Elliot makes it, but, you know, Tony Pollard's not on the list, right? But, uh, <laughs> Should he? I was. I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, it's just interesting. If you did this in a year or two. Maybe. It's just hey. fascinating where, where you decide to draw the lines on some of these things. Relevance. You know, but did you I, contribute to titles? Did you have good seasons? I think it's a solid list. I, don't wanna, I can't take too many shots at it. Go ahead, Spaghetti. You're, you're in trouble with the, the only shot that I have is uh, you have 49ers QB. You're missing a name there. Who? Brock Purdy. Not yet. Two years. Give it two years. I just don't. uh, I. I think you're right. It's a good list. I just don't think. I think it's a hard sell to put the Penguin centers first all. He he did it on purpose. I think it's hard to argue. Like the Lakers center is is for sure ahead of them. Um, Even like the 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 reason why is because they have not been bad at the center position pretty much throughout their entire history. That's interesting. Starting yeah. with Mike and all the way even to now with Anthony Davis, who's one of the premier players in the league now. Even Marcus Saul's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I mean, if you want to count Dwight Howard's partially, that's the thing too that confuses me is like, wh- like I think this should be, you have to play the the majority of your career with a certain team to be qualified with it. Because like I see Babe Ruth up here pretty high for the Red Sox. Like I would not count that right. now if we're just going to let people be, if you had not, but if you put up numbers, no. that's but, the, but, that's so the then the right. actual answer then is probably Mets starting pitcher is could be wow. that because then you have think about Seaver, Nolan Ryan, Kuzman. Then think about now, like if you're just on the uniform, Pedro, Yoan Santana, Verlander, yeah. Scherzer, DeGrom. That's, uh, that's had like Warren Spahn, which gets me to the other one that I think should move up. And maybe pitchers shouldn't even count because it's so hard. I, I agree so with that. Hard. But let me just say this yeah. to your point, Spaghetti. Willie Mays does not, if if Mets. I were to put in Mets left fielders, right. I would not put Willie okay. Mays in there because he didn't do anything gotcha. for the Mets. Brian right, so Trottier, people push back at, I, well, how could you put him with the Penguins off. when his deeds all happen with the Islanders? Not all of them. He, he won two cups yeah. and was a legit contributor to those titles. I all mean, right. I, that you have to do something while you're in that town. The pit, I would move the Braves pitchers up because before yeah. would I spawn Negro Maddox, Glavin Smoltz. I think if, if it's one to five, you got to give them all fours and fives. Those guys. Yeah. You know? But Maddox is uh, so much of his career is with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, so, no. you know, that's, that's part those of the cutoff. Three. People have challenged me on how could you say the penguin centers over the Oilers centers. Gretzky left after nine years. Messier left after 11 years. How many games of Maddox went uh, with the, the Braves? And I'll, 
throw in Ron, Ron Fra- the only two years that Ron Francis was in the top 10 for MVP voting in the league was when he was with Hartford. So I also don't like he was the second center behind 66 Lemieux. Obviously but his best, not be an MVP his best seasons were with Hartford. And I just feel like counting him just as a, as a penguin when he played in other teams, he played in a lot of other teams. I just it's hard for me to be like, yeah, they're all going to be penguins. And I just think if you take away those guys, you like, yes, they did play a portion of their career in Pittsburgh, but I don't think those are known as penguins. It's the same thing as like it, you ha- putting Babe with the Red Sox. Like nobody's going to count that. Maddox had like a hundred of his 355 wins with the Cubs. He's, he's a brave. He's a brave for sure. Listen, um, I, I have them pretty high up on the list, though. That's the thing. How much yeah. further, as they always say, you know, uh, okay, well, that, that's the I one. hear you. Who are you, rep- so, who are you here, moving them ahead? Here's of? the problem with the pitchers. You should pro- most teams have been around more than 60 years. In fact, I think they only expanded once in 69. After 69, it was only Rockies Marlins. and Marlins, right? So most teams have been around 60, 70 years. You should have a great pitcher every 10 years. So everybody is going to have six right. great pitchers. In 60 years, talk about 100, they're going to have 10 or 12. Anyway, trying uh, to figure that out. Believe it or not, this is not a hard and fast law that I've handed down from it has, uh, Mount it Pines or otherwise. But Although like, I would, I, I appreciate no pushback whatsoever from everybody <laughs> um, on this. But yeah, I mean, the, the pitchers, obviously, there are no fewer than four mm-hmm. 50 years ago and, you know, since maybe five pitchers. So you're likely to land on one good one versus, let's say, I'll tell you one that's really good is uh, Yankees catchers. Mm-hmm. They're just how many good catchers does any team carry? And if you land on one, you probably carry that guy for 10 or 20 years. Right, so the yeah. Yankees go exactly. Barra and Dickey and Thurm and Munson yeah. and Posada. I mean, that's Howard a pretty had, strong yeah. Yeah. run there. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what else there is to say. I, 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 I know I'm not a hockey expert, but I was of the belief that Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg were on the same line. So I don't know how they played the same <laughs> position. Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg were on the ice at oh, the same time. Oh, so I, I don't see. know how they were both on the list for Red That Bulls was a Senate. debate for me, actually, whether Zetterberg <laughs> is a lock for the Hall of Fame. Is he uh, Mikey Meatballs and Eddie Spaghetti? I don't know that he is. I, I, I suspect he gets in. He, he, I mean, he may as part of the, that run when they never missed the playoffs. And just to Martin's point, I think that they... They actually, uh, Dotsuk is probably the number one center, but a lot of times in the power play, they play together where they'd shift one to the wing. Um, but Dotsuk is a lot better at faceoffs, I believe. Yeah, the like, one like I Dotsuk was the guy who was, Zetterberg was more of a forward from my, what I knew of covering the team. At we the, could quibble about the order. I, I, I sincerely believe I got it right with the Penguins, but okay. I can, mean, we, we actually, can no, I'm with Eddie. No, the Lakers not. should be number one. I'm proud of you for okay. putting like Steelers quarterbacks like 86. That I had the good. Lakers. I had the Lakers. Number one oh, until this. this He's past got Deontay year. Johnson on his list for Steelers wide receivers. On, yeah, oh, on, on, on the on. same list with uh, Antonio Brown do and, and, and Hines Ward. The same. And, 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 and I mean, they come had on. 100 catches for them last year. That has to count as part of like, I yes, think the, I a, think li- the, a lineage of good receivers. If you catch 100 balls by definition, you must be a good receiver, right? So I think that the That's next. I'm Ham and Ager grabbing triple digit passes. The in next the NFL. thing you have to do is I think this will do. You'll do yourself a favor with this if best season, right? The same list, but best season, you know what I mean? And then you could put a Brett Saberhagen on the Mets because mm-hmm. he had one of the top five or six best seasons for a Mets uh, starting pitcher. And then you don't have to get into a lot of this discussion. I just think the number one thing, again, to attack the Penns list, Trottier played three seasons of the Penguins. 
15 with the Islanders. Ron Francis, 15 years with other teams. Only eight with the Penguins, which is actually a little bit He's got every Pirates position. Shaquille O'Neal played for different teams. Will Chamberlain played for the Philadelphia Warriors and the Philadelphia 76ers. I I think the the, the rule should be whatever team you play, the majority of games with is who you get claimed by. I think it's as simple as that. And then by that standard, those two guys are not the on the Penguins. Therefore, they're not number one. That's just how I see it. Yeah. I mean, there's some gray area with everything. But, you know, Steelers punt returner. 24. I don't think <laughs> the only know. one that I, I feel like was a really good point was uh, our guy, Scott Pianowski from Yahoo reached out to say, you know what? I've looked at this. This is really comprehensive. He's a yeah. deep history guy. He said, you know, I think about it. The Celtic centers have to be on there. Russell in the conversation, you know, top 10 best players all time. Um, uh, the chief is a hall of famer. Yeah. Dave Cowens wins an MVP with the Celtics as an undersized center. So I think there's something to that. Okay. They didn't make the hundred at all. No, they didn't make that. That was the Shaquille pop. O'Neal. Yeah. See, look at spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. You, you played. Just, you just went against. Spaghetti. It's not whether you played. It's whether you thrived. And De- Brian Trottier thrived uh-huh. with the Penguins. Uh-huh. There's one guy on this list twice. Do you know who it is, Dave? There are a number oh, of guys several. here a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> all right. One guy I found. Do you know who it is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give it away. It's Eric Dickerson. Who is it? Eric Dickerson. Uh, he had he had, people forget he had some good seasons with the Colts before he started. Uh, it's a it's a fun list. It's definitely um, you know you're going to argue with everybody, but um, only Jeez. we get to argue with Dave himself. Instead of politics, take this list home exactly. with you for Christmas and break it out. Right. All right. I don't see Brittany Griner on any of these lists. One, two, three. No. Good job. Anyway. And, th- right. and don't call me a xenophobe. I don't know about the Premier League enough or WNBA or lacrosse or otherwise. To You're a wait. xenophobe. Hey, we, everybody knows. Four is enough. How, mu- how much longer could this list be? I know. How much longer can this podcast be? We got to <laughs> get we got to be out. Uh, thanks to Adam Carolla. Check him out. Adam Carolla dot com. He's with uh, John Hopper. Um, January 20th to the 22nd. Buy those tickets there. That's going to be fun. It's a land cruise, you know, and there's going to be harmonicas and everything going on there. Uh, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 